0: All right, baby. The 49ers improve. They win another game, and this one was the biggest blowout. I, I don't know. It, lots of people are going to say they saw this coming, okay? And that's fine. That's great. Yeah, 49ers are amazing. They win 37-8 to 8 at home on Sunday Night Football against the number two seed in the NFC West. Is this the best that you've got? <laughs> that's, are you not entertained? That's kind of what you have to take away from this because the 49ers come out and just lay the wood against the Packers. And if you joined us for our broadcast, I just want to say thank you. If you've been with us for several hours, I just want to say thank you. Please uh, hit the like, subscribe button, wherever you are. Thank you very much for your time. But let's enjoy this. Uh, unprecedented victory today at home in front of the entire football world that was watching that game. And it was a blowout victory. And if you look at it, It's even worse whenever you break it down into the smallest little pieces. The Packers got eight points that were given to them by the officials on the back-to-back calls against Richard Sherman. Um, Yeah, Richard Sherman got penalties. Richard Sherman's going to get penalties. But what he doesn't do is give up touchdowns. He doesn't give up big plays. Um, You could say those penalties are big plays, whatever. But he's a physical corner that always answers the call and sets the tone for the entire defensive front and back end. So – The only time the Packers were able to score was with the ref's help. Awesome. Were both those penalties? Sure. Did you have to call both of them? Probably not. It's a very ticky-tack call, and the whole game was kind of that way. We're two weeks now where refs have played a vital role in the game. This, This week we're penalized nine times for 78 yards. Not saying all those shouldn't have been called, but, man, some of them were definitely questionable at best. Now the offense... If you don't like Jimmy Garoppolo, you better love that damn game because he didn't have one negative play. Maybe a couple of the sacks that he took after we had a 10-0 lead, uh, you couldn't put the fumbled exchange on him. Uh, The way Jimmy Garoppolo's hands were under the center, the ball went all the way under his bottom hand. That was just a bad snap from Richburg. Definitely wasn't on uh, the part of Jimmy Garoppolo. He had a great game, and whenever we look at his box score and what he was able to produce, it is something special. Um, just kind of start to finish. A 145.8 quarterback rating, a 145.8 quarterback rating. He only attempted 20 passes. He goes 14 of 20, 253 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, three sacks, 145.8. So if you're that one guy that's out there, and I don't don't want to use any names for people that are like this, but if you're just constantly bashing Jimmy Garoppolo, who is now, what is he, 18-3 and as a starter now? All right, cool, awesome. Uh, Go ahead and make fun of that. But he made no negative plays. There was not one pass this game that was a possible interception. Green Bay could not get their hands on anything. He only threw the ball 20 times, but he only had to. And our rushing Everything worked rushing the ball. We averaged 5.1 yards per carry with two rushing touchdowns, okay? Raheem Mostert trying to run the clock out. He's not even trying to score. He's going straight up the middle, play after play after play. He breaks three tackles and get a touchdown, and after that it was over. He goes six for 45. He averaged 7.5 yards per carry. Jeff Wilson, he only had those two runs. He averaged 13 and a half yards per carry. Tevin Coleman, pretty pedestrian numbers. 11 carries, 39 yards, 3.5 per carry. But it, this was an awesome game, and the 49ers came out. Toughest three-game stretch this late in the season in NFL history. They've got the 8-2 Packers, now 8-3. and They've got the 8-2 Ravens next week, um, you know, traveling all the way across <laughs> everything. That's awesome. And then also, we've got the Saints after that. So, you know, I even said on the podcast, I do not expect us to win all three of these games. I don't think many teams in the NFL could win all three of those. We got the first one, and you take it one bite-sized chunk at a time. Now you focus on the Ravens, which is going to be tough. But the Packers, this is tough as well. Uh, definitely nothing to glance over here. And whenever you look at Aaron Rodgers' numbers, now let's transition to the defensive side of the field. He threw for 104 yards. 20 for 33, 104 yards, one touchdown. Again, aided by penalties. Sacked five times with a 75.8 quarterback rating. Wow. Wow. Uh, The 49ers have just completely balled out. Now, we're going to go over our bets, some other stuff, going to get to some questions. But before we do, I do want to say support for this podcast comes from Manscaped.com. Love those guys. They are the best. The best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they are awesome. You don't want to use the same thing that you use on your face, on your lower body parts. So get something different and manscaped has so many different products from underwear to t-shirts to the crop preserver which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer use promo code 49ers manscaped.com 20% off free shipping with the code it's all waterproof you can use it in the shower no cleanup love these guys really do want to say thank you to them for all of the support uh they they're a great company. You will not be disappointed. Uh, so, again, head over there to manscaped.com and use promo code 49ers. Now, sorry I went a little early today. Kyle Shanann, <coughs> excuse me. Kyle Shanahan's press conference just didn't come up until as soon as I hit live stream, I saw that. Um, but uh, I'll be breaking down and adding those notes in there. So if you guys get any injury updates, please let us know. Not a lot of injuries, some smaller stuff. Mike Pearson's probably the biggest one, the right guard. Um, Richard Sherman was out for a bit. He came back in. Akella Witherspoon camped up. He came back in. Nothing too, too severe. So you get out of that... It's great news to one get the victory, which is always the most important. You're 10 and 1. You're 10 and 1. And if we pause and we just look at the playoff picture, right? Um here here's the thing. We look at the different teams who are in or who are out. It kind of seems like the playoff schedule is set for the NFC already. Now the seeds and all of those things are definitely going to change. But as far as the top six teams that are in or that are out, I really don't think it's that big. I think we're kind of set. Again, 49ers are going to be the one seed. You know, if the playoffs started today, this is the order. Saints would be the two seed. Packers would be the three. Uh, Cowboys would be fourth with a six and five record. And then our two wild card teams, you have the nine and two Seattle Seahawks, who would be leading every other division besides NFC West and the AFC um, East and then you have the Vikings who are 8 and 3. The first team out of the playoffs is the Chargers who are 6 and 4. So we have a 3 game buffer over the Los Angeles Rams to in order to still get into the playoffs. So it, playoffs are now it kind of mindset has to slowly start to shift but man we've got a huge game coming up and it's not even the Ravens game. Ravens game's big. That game against the Saints, that's going to determine a first-round bye. Whoever wins that game between us or the Saints, they will get a first-round bye. I guarantee it. Uh, That is huge. Um, So anyway, you think the Ravens are scared yet? Man, there's a lot of parallels between this coaching staff and that coaching staff. And I, I think both teams are excited to see they're the best at what they do, we're the best at what we do, and those strengths go against each other. and And so both teams have to be ready to answer that call. I hate that you're flying all the way across the country three time zones and have an early kickoff, but uh, we'll deal with that once it gets here. That's going to be a fun game, the Ravens. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Let's see here. I feel like Jimmy is finally learning to hold on to the ball whenever he gets sacked, and the receivers seem to be better when Kittle is there. Kittle opens everything because all those linebackers and safeties – that is the guy that they are worried about. No one on the outside. So you look at the Debo Samuel huge touchdown catch and run on the slant. A lot of that has to do with George Kittle, his presence there, uh, because they're shifting everything over. And whenever they do that, it creates lanes for these guys to get through. Uh, absolutely great question and great comment there. Uh, yeah, I I agree big time. So great game. <laughs> the message that this sent to everybody Whew. Man, special, special, special. The Packers were so good coming into this game. You know, and you look at what they've been able to accomplish. 8-3 is good. 8-2 is better. But, dang, can you be worried about this team? If you played them again, can you shut them down that well? And this, this is probably the most promising statistic of the entire game. And I talked about this uh, third and fourth downs. This is the most important trait of this game going against Green Bay. They go one for 15 on third down and one for three on fourth down. Wow. A lot of those were Jimmy Ward stops. He shows up so big whenever those moments count. You have to give a lot of credit to him. George (coughs) Kittle on the other side, yeah, great. Uh, Nick Bosa, amazing. Jimmy Ward, he played very well. DJ Jones, Maybe the best game of his career, and we keep saying that, right? Like we're having guys that are playing below their potential and above their potential, and if we can keep getting guys to extend and ha- ascend and have better high ceiling games, they keep increasing that. I really do think that uh, this team could be special. Uh, what you saw tonight was special. I really hope you understand that. I this it was a boring football game from every aspect. I thought it was going to be a lot closer. This was special. That was just a straight-up ass-kicking for four straight quarters, and it was always one-sided. Let's see here. No major injuries or turnovers and no bad Jimmy. Yeah, anytime we don't see bad Jimmy, it's a good thing. Uh, Real quick, Matthew, we're real. Nobody wants to admit it, but we are real. I agree. Most significant win the 49ers have had in probably six years. You look at it. This was huge. Now, can we build on it? Two more huge key games in a row. Um, We're definitely not done by any stretch of the imagination. And we haven't seen a lot of players best play yet. You know, you you look at... How do I say this? Jimmy Garoppolo had his 400-yard game and four touchdown passes. That was awesome. Debo Samuels going off. Kittle's going off. Emmanuel Sanders had that one game against the Cardinals the first time. Tevin Coleman's had his four-touchdown performance. What happens when all these guys start gelling together and if everybody hits on all their cylinders at the same time? You're you st- <coughs> you're starting to think, or at least I am, the 49ers at their best are better than anybody. And there's still a lot of injuries at play. We still don't have Joe Staley. Um, the wide receiver, it's not going to get better. D Ford's out, who was our like prized possession in the offseason with the trade and draft capital. It didn't seem to matter. Just still kept just beating the tar out of Aaron Rodgers. Um, Is the best offensive play the touchdown pass to Kittle, uh, to Samuel, or the late touchdown run? So it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking at schematics, the Kittle play was number one. If you're looking at just pure talent, Samuel would be number one, slant God just freaking taking it to the house. And then if you're just looking at effort and all get out, you've got to talk about Mostert. Those three plays were huge. Mostert wasn't even trying to score. He was just trying to milk the clock and get a first down. He ends up taking it to the house. That was special. You talk about that Kittle play. He was matched up with Kevin King, their number one corner, and he created so much separation on that route. Max protection. It's the same. It's funny because whenever you come out in 13 personnel, that was the personnel we were in one running back, three tight ends for the huge Kittle touchdown. You see that formation, and your mind says, okay, they're going big jumbo, probably going to run. No, no. They're just going to max protect, and they're going to send two people out on a route out of 11 and just hit you with the deep play. If it's not there, throw it away. Or even take a sack. It doesn't matter. Because when your defense is this good, as long as you don't turn the ball over, you're going to be just fine. Okay, Uh, The haters continue to dwell on the schedule. Does anyone realize they have to play us also? Yeah. Anybody that complains about that... 49ers don't pick their schedule. It's really not that significant. Don't worry about it. Um, How about a shout-out of Frank Gore? Yes, we talked about him on the broadcast today. Frank the Tank, baby, he is the best. And he moves into third all-time for career rushing yards. He passes Barry Sanders. So cool, man. Um, Frank Gore has been one of my favorite 49ers, one of my favorite humans um just what he brings to the game is huge super old doesn't care shows up puts out does what he wants first ballot hall of famer and he deserves the world i really do wish that he would get a a win and we talked about him on our better of the week this week so let's jump over to my bookie so a couple things past present and future my booking players this is huge mybookie.ag use promo code 49ers they're giving away free money (laughs) this is stupid. During Thanksgiving week, if you bet uh, the Bears Lions game against the spread up to $250, you get your money back if you lose. You throw $250 down against the spread, you win. Congratulations, you get to keep your winnings. Move on. Have a great turkey weekend. You lose, guess what? My bookie's going to give you your damn money back. (laughs) It doesn't even make sense. During Thanksgiving week, that game only. Bet the Bears Lions game and you're going to get paid okay Uh, there's no way you can lose money on this now use promo code 49ers they're going to match your initial deposit let's just say you want to put 50 bucks in there right you deposit 50 bucks mybookie.ag use promo code 49ers uh, as the people that sent you 49ers then they're going to give you an extra they're going to match what you have then you bet on this and you win no matter what you can't lose Please head over to my bookie. You bet, you win, you get paid. It's that simple. That is mybookie.ag. Love those guys. Um, and our bet, you know, we I told you guys to take the Bills. I, I said they were going to cover. They ended up winning by like twenty plus. That was huge. So the Bills got some people some money and had somebody bet me that they. Uh, They put enough down to get tickets for the family to go to week 16 game, which is fun. Uh, Now, we lost the three consecutive scores bet today in the San Francisco game. So we were one for two today. But I put a lot of money down on that Bills game. So I'm very much happy with what's going on. We'll have more bets this week. But go set up an account again over there at mybookie.ag, promo code 49ers, double your initial deposit, and you've got to bet on that freaking game. It's free. It's free. Um, Let's see here. Based on how we've done against running quarterbacks, how should we defend Lamar? You don't want to change your scheme, but you've got to walk a safety down. Um, So the zone read that they run all the time, Lamar Jackson is the threat. So if I'm Lamar Jackson and I have a running back to my left, I'm the quarterback, right? Whichever side the running back goes to, you need to have an additional edge player to to stay there, to just sit and stay on the back side. Because what we do, and the way they block the zone read, they leave that defensive end to the running back side completely unblocked. We teach him to chase the dive. We need an additional player over the top to the running back side to to spy on the quarterback. You've, you've got to do that. you got to make Lamar Jackson beat you passing the ball, very similar to what we said about Jimmy Garoppolo. They've got to throw the ball to win because they want to run. Can't let them do what they want to do. Uh, who is your MVP? lot of players balled out. George Kittle is the MVP of the offense. And, man, DJ Jones or Fred Warner would be the key on the defense. DJ Jones played wonderfully well. You know We're going to have a full episode on each one of the offense, defense, breakdowns, all that stuff. It's turkey week. Thanksgiving we've got lots of fun stuff to get to uh, and I love this this is awesome 49ers are 10 and one that makes zero sense but it's so glad to be a part of this team and I cannot say thank you guys enough we will be back tomorrow with an offensive breakdown get your questions ready and as always stay strong faithful save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app